Hello, my name is Kirilani Weiss. Today we will be following the hero's journey of Dr. Stephen Strange from the movie Marvel's Dr. Strange, released in 2016. Stephen Strange was a brain surgeon with very steady hands. At this point, he, was a, he had a big ego and he is very self-centered. He doesn't have any teamwork skills. He was a me, myself, and I kind of guy. Stephen Strange is on his way to a fancy event. While Stephen Strange is making his way down a cliffside highway to get to this event, he is researching a project in his car. He is talking to the automated voice in his car and he loses focus. Another driver on the highway hits Strange's car and Strange's car goes flying and falls into the water over the edge of the cliff. Good help and so could 50 other people. Find me something worth my time. I have a 68 year old female with an advanced brainstem glioma. Yeah, you want me to screw up my perfect record? <laughs> Definitely not. How about a 22 year old female with an electronic implant in her brain to control schizophrenia struck by lightning? That does sound interesting. Did you send me the. Got it. His body is shredded, and his once perfectly steady hands will never be the same. His hands needed 17 stitches each. Strange, knowing that his one true calling in life will now be messed up, this is Stephen Strange's call to action. Stephen's doctors won't try the dangerous procedures he suggests. The only thing he can do is physical therapy. But Strange has ambitions. He won't settle to wait and be on the sidelines. Then Strange hears about a miracle case. A man who was said to never walk again disappeared for a while and came back with perfectly healed legs. And get this, no surgery had been done. Strange goes to talk to this man and is shocked with the man's explanation. He explains that he went to Camartage and found a healer like no other. Stephen was doubtful, but what more could he lose? He leaves behind some of his beliefs, though still very doubtful. His co-workers and Christine Palmer, the love of his life. This is when Stephen Strange crosses the threshold. But he still needs to cross the threshold a little bit. At first, this sanctuary in Camertage 
does not accept Strange's small-minded thoughts. Eventually, he is accepted by the healer. This is when he finally crosses his final threshold because he was ready to be fixed. However, others did not allow him to be fixed until they believed he was ready. Following the hero's journey, meeting a mentor section, Strange meets his, his soon-to-be mentor, the Miracle he Healer, a bald woman with fair skin called the Ancient One. She's mysterious, but Strange is not as open-minded as he should be or has to be in this case. He is learning how to do magic with his hands, how to open portals, and how to astral project. If you don't know what astral projection is, Look in my comment section, and there should be a um, description. Anyway, um, he struggles, but finally the Ancient One gives him a push. A literal push. She literally opens a portal with her hands and pushes him through it. This gets him to the top of Mount Everest. Sacred women. Strangers care to be found to see holy men. And there were deeper secrets to learn there, but I didn't have the strength to proceed. The place you're looking for is called Kamar Tanush. Of course, there's high.
The only way to get back to Camartage is to persevere and keep pushing to open a portal. By this point, Strange really does not have much perseverance. After about an hour, Strange finally creates a portal to Camartage. Strange learns to keep trying or else he might die because one day there might be trouble. This is when he starts believing in himself, but he still needs work. He practices and practices. He reads hundreds of books a day, but soon after he starts getting the hang of astral projection and having self-confidence, a former student of the ancient one, Caecilius, storms Camertage. Strange is terrified. He can't fight this guy. This guy has black magic. Strange barely escapes Caecilius's grasp. He only escapes it for a while, at least. He returns to Christine Palmer's ER and shows her his state of well-being, or rather, his state of not well-being. She operates on his half-dead body. As she is doing this, he uses astral projection and his astral body to instruct her what to do. He also has to battle Caecilius away from his mortal body. Multitasker, right? Just a little <laughs> Please be careful with the needle. the voltage and hit me again. No, their heart's beating. Just do it. But I can <gasps> Soon he is better and ready to train again. These challenges and fails allow him to work harder. Strange receives some allies. Following the hero's journey course, these are the allies and or like friends. Mark Anthony Brighton, another student of the Ancient One. Carl Mondo Wong, a guardian of books and knowledge at the Sanctuary of Camertage. Strange receives new skills and a weapon, several weapons actually. He can now use astral projection, open and hop from portal to portal using just his hands. His hands are fired with magic. He now has a cape. This cape is also an ally, believe it or not. It protects him and is rip proof. And you know how in Moana, they have the, the ocean kind of has like a little personality and it talks but doesn't talk. That's kind of how the cape is. It has its own personality, but it doesn't talk. And it's basically an inanimate object, but it's magical. And finally, 
this giant eyeball um, pendant, which is like the key to the Camartage Sanctuary and the other sanctuaries like the New York Sanctuary and the Hong Kong Sanctuary in the Marvel Universe in this movie. And, you know, very powerful. In the hero's journey, the abyss. The abyss is when Caecilius and the Ancient One battle, shortly after the previous battle. This battle goes terribly wrong, as they're fighting through these mystical, portally, reality-shifting buildings. The Ancient One slips, and she dies. Her secrets are revealed. She was using black magic, even though she claimed she hadn't been. Mark Brighton is crushed. Strange is shocked and realizes he has gotten way too far into this battle. She does draw power from the dark dimension. I see this. I came to you. Lost. Trusted you to be my teacher, and you fed me lies. I tried to protect you from the truth. From yourself. I have a new teacher now. Dormammu deceives you. You have no idea what he truly is. His eternal life is not paradise, but torment. <laughs> knows now is that he needs to fight and he has to help Brighton believe in himself again. So he puts aside his personal needs and goes for the bigger picture. The revelation is when Strange realizes the world doesn't revolve around him. Now I know this seems like a basic thing to most of us, if not all of us, but in the beginning, remember, Strange just went into this just to fix his own hands. And now look where he is. He no longer cares about being a neuro neurosurgeon. He can save his friends and the whole world and beyond, literally. So why wouldn't he? He finally believes the world around him means everything. So does friendship, love, and confidence. For final changes, Strange accepts his abilities and uses his new attitude and confidence to his advantage. Teamwork is founded when Strange works with Brighton and Wong. In the years, in the hero's journey, see results, or sees results, now Kaecilius, 
is working with an unworldly being. No, not Thanos, you guys, not Thanos. A demon, some might say. Strange must become a hero because he is not the only one with strong enough abilities, but he is the only one with enough confidence and zest. And sass, I mean, come on. And together the team sees their result of taking down Tysilius and the creature. I come to bargain. Strange's return home slash change. He returns to his old life, but is no longer the big-headed and self-centered human he was before. He still uses his abilities, however. He decides to work at the ER where Christine Palmer works. Now, for the final hero's journey section, Mastery of Two Worlds both literally and figuratively, does he master two worlds. He makes peace with his personal life and the universe. He masters his relationship with Christine and they begin to date. He works for the ER, which he once looked down on, the one Christine happens to work at. He makes peace with the longtime enemy named Bennett and he masters his powers. He understands his role in the universe of helping and protecting everything. Also, he is living the life he knew the Ancient One would want for him. Now you don't have time. Time is reticent. Your body hasn't even hit the floor yet. I've spent so many years peering through time. Looking at this exact moment, I 
Nazi bastard. I've prevented countless terrible futures. And after each one, there's always another. And they all lead here. Never further. This is where you die. You wonder what I see in your future? saw your future, only its possibilities. You have such a capacity for goodness. You always excelled, but not because you crave success, but because of your fear of failure. That's what made me a great doctor. It's precisely what kept you from greatness. Arrogance and fear still keep you from learning the simplest and most significant lesson. Learn to his own life, or to serve something greater than himself. Do you need his strength? Only days are numbered. Your time is short. I think after all this time I'd be ready. Look at me. Stretching one moment out into a thousand. Just so that I can watch the sun. Marvel's Doctor Strange portrays Stephen Strange's A Hero's Journey of him going from being cruel, big-headed, and self-absorbed to being selfless, kind, and being a superhero without even flying around. Yes, he does fly around, but he is still a superhero whether he flies around or not. He is a hero. Thank you for listening to my podcast about Stephen Strange's Hero's Journey. Thank you, Madam Roberta Haynes, Miss Ashley McAllister, and my class of 2021. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed. So, got secrets I can't tell. Along the smell of gasoline. I like to match to taste the heat. I've always liked to play with fire. Fire.